Hello, my beautiful flock, to the first episode of my Maximum Ride series. Now, if you haven't seen the intro, or you didn't want to, I'll basically be summing it up. In this series, I'll be, t I'll be talking about Maximum Ride, injecting my opinion, getting into a debate, and basically talking about the book as a whole. Now, I, I'd say, um, about the first, my first, second, and third books are gonna be pretty light since I'm gonna be mainly interpreting, but I will be sim summing up the main events, but I can definitely say that the Protector series is gonna be a little bit more juicy. Anyway, so, before even the prologue, we start off, we start off with a note. Warning, if you dare to read the story, you become part of the experiment. I know that sounds a little mysterious, but all I can say now, Max. Again, this is one thing about Maximum Ride that I don't like. They they talk about a lot of things, and then they kind of just go nowhere with it. Like, they, they talk about abilities that the flock might have, and then they kind of go nowhere with it, which is like the one con of Maximum Ride. Anyways, prologue, more of the same. Now, my per my personal theory is that this book was created for the new age of mutants. Basically, in Maximum Ride Forever, um, hang on, spoiler warning, whoop, 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 whoop. spoiler warning, whoop, 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 whoop. Alright, they should have left by now. Anyways, in Maximum Ride Forever, it basi basically, a virus wipes out pretty much all the humans and only mutants are left. I'm guessing that this is a mutant handbook because at the end of Maximum Ride, it reveals that she's writing this like after the end of the world. So my guess is it ki it's kind of like mutant handbook or something. Anyways. But, okay, spoiler over, spoiler over, spoiler over. Anyway, we get introduced to the flock. Well, anyways, we get introduced to the flock. Now you may be asking, why are we calling it a flock? Well, they got wings. Get used to it. Anyway, so we're introduced. Maximum Ride basically introduces we have we have wings. It's it's pretty cool. Now, ba now basically it begins introducing us to the flock. First, first we get introduced to Gasman. Why is he called Gasman? Because it basically says he has wicked farts. Then we get introduced it. Then we get introduced to Iggy, who unfortunately is blind. And then it, and th and this is something that sets the tone for Maxim for Maximum Ride's character herself. With a grunt, Iggy staggered upright. I'll make eggs, he announced. I guess if I were more of a fembot, I would bother that a blind guy six months younger than I can cook better than I could. But I'm not, so I didn't. Next, we're also introduced to Fang, who is basically the emo the emo boy that every book has it basically talks about how he comes out of the shadow then we get into then we get introduced to nudge nudge is like nudge is one of the very very forgettable characters there's only a few but nudge is very forgettable and honestly the dog probably gets more book time than her because like Nudge doesn't really get any superpowers. She's not. She doesn't really do anything useful in the series. 
I'd, well, I'd say Max and Fang are the main protagonists of the series. Even Nudge isn't really used. I mean, Angel, who becomes Angel, becomes very important later because she's the because she's the only one that has a power. Um, and Gasman and Izzy even go off their even go off on their own adventure that becomes important to the story. But none of that happens to Nudge. And by the way, the character I was talking about for Angel, let's get introduced to her. Basically, she's a kid like all of them. She's the youngest out of them all. Oh, no, yeah, there's a small fact that she can read minds. Get used to it. Anyways, and then in Chapter 4, Angel asks a question that kickstarted the book. I want to go pick strawberries today. They're ripe now. Basically, so they go to pick strawberries, and then something bad happens. Erasers are attacking them. Now, you might be wondering, what are erasers? Well, basically, they're human wolf. They're human wolf hybrids. Later, the percent later the percentage is revealed, but it doesn't really matter. Basically, the erasers kind of work for the school. The school is what made Max in the group. It's later explained that they're ninety eight percent human and two percent avian, and then and they were made in the school. Then. Later, er erasers come. They were named erasers because they kind of like erase your life, I guess. I don't know. Basic and they were basically made to hunt down the flock. Now, basically, they lose the fight and Angel is kidnapped. They go, they go back and Angel is kidnapped by the erasers who are working for the school. And, and everyone is sad. Insults are thrown around. And this is one of the books where James Patterson signs. Because in this book, the language is descriptive. You can, like, almost imagine the fight. And, like, he describes the character's emotions so well. Anyways. So, they, they're basically, like, really upset about how Angel gets kidnapped. And then Max realizes something. One of the erasers was Ari. Ari was Jeb's son. And then, and then she remembers Jeb. Jeb was the person who are who rescued them from the school, and then disappeared. They all assumed he was dead because a guy who works for a super sketchy company and saved some kids ends up disappearing. I'm pretty sure they're dead. Ari was Jeb's son. Ari was Jeb's son, and oh my god, Ari's story is so tragic and so sad. It's just, it's really, really, really sad. Anyways. <clears throat> so, so basically, they go on, and now they introduce, they're calling it, they're calling them white coats. Because... They're doctors and they wear white coats that doesn't really have much of an explanation. And basically, this flock has this big argument of whether they should go to the school to rescue Angel. Because they want to. Because like, Angel's like a little, little sister to all of them. But then again, they know the dangers of going to the school and how they could possibly be re-kidnapped. Which, yeah, you don't. Why would you want to be re-kidnapped? So basically, 
So basically, they they end up deciding to go to the school so that they can rescue Angel. And then that concludes part one of the book. I'll go a little bit into part two. So so ba so basically, they start flying towards the school. Now this is where Angel is mind reading at the school, and this is really horrifying because she's in a dog crate. It's horrible, and she's reading the thoughts. And one of and one of she reads the thoughts of the people next to her and is new, new and wings and new and new, new wings, girl, new. So Angel turns in the direction, and and the thoughts are fuzzy. She can't understand and they're incoherent scrambled thoughts and just horrible because these are kids too. And then they go on to say mouth noise girl wings new new. Then some thought later. Um reading noise noise bad girl wings bad noise. It's so horrible. And then this just gets even worse. She reads the mind of one of the white coats and says in a, and the white coat says, oh yes, man, when I section her brain. It's just honestly horrible. And this is just the break of what the white coats do. Anyways, we're flashing back to Max's perspective, where they're very where they're very hungry. So they decide to go so they said to go to a go to a cottage where they rest up and get some and get some food. Basically, basically, then continued. Then we flash back to the house where the get where Gas Man and Iggy were left behind. And they're like, should we throw stuff in the can, man? Yeah, let's do that, bruh. Yeah, this sucks. And then they have a plan: make bombs and blow up demonic erasers where we turn now. This is where we see Gas Man shot. Gas Man and Iggy shine. Because you might not think that, but a blind guy can make good bombs, and so can somebody who farts a lot. Yeah, this is another thing I. This is one thing I like about Maximum Ride. It's very. It, it's very like amazing. Like things pop out. Basically, they're sleeping. And then they and then they go and then they continue on their way to rescue Angel. And then a bunch of stuff happens. Blah 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 blah. And then now, and then this is what happens. She sees a girl being. They they see a girl. They see. They see, Max sees a girl getting bullied, so she decides to swoop down and help. And this is where we get introduced to Ella. Basically, she saves the girls from the bullies, but in the process, she gets shot. She gets shot in the wing, and then basically she's injured. She's running through the forest, and then she decides to follow the girl who she saved, Ella, home. And then she basically, and then it, and then Ella's like, "Oh my God, you saved me! Thank you!" Oh wow, you're bleeding. That's bad. And it turns out. Hilariously, her mom is Dr. Martinez, who happens to be a veterinarian. And then when she sees Max the wing, she's like, um, uh, um. Anyways, let's get that stitched up like it's completely normal. Anyways, then we can then then we then then we continue. Now, Dr. Martinez and Ella are a very, very, very important characters. 
anyways, so while this is happening, we flash we flash back to Fang and Nudge, who went on without Max, and they're thinking, where did Max go? Is she okay? Basically, she gets she gets saved. And basically, now this is another thing. Why? The, now, uh, Max asks, are your parents home? There's just my mom, no dad. I don't know if this means my dad isn't home, but the dad goes nowhere. Nothing really happens. Basically, erase, eraser, and then we flash back to Gasman and Iggy, where erasers are attacking. And then, it's time for bombs! And basically, they throw the bombs, which explode the erasers. And then, and then, any, and then, anyways, they, and then, anyways, they go back. And then, everybody is wondering where Max is, because, why was she gone for so long? Is she okay? And basically, she goes back in now. I think I'm gonna leave the podcast, but, in, but in the cage, in the cage, Angel stirs, and she stares back into the face of Jeb. Dun, dun, dun! Yeah, he's back, he's evil. Get used to it! Anyways, that's gonna, gonna conclude my first episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Stay safe, stay home, stay out of the eraser's reach.